Good evening. Glad you could drop by. Well, here we are. Brand new year. Brand new uh, me is the usual turn of phrase, isn't it? New year, new me. Um, New year, same me, same ego. But I'm just going to try the new things. I'm going to try the new things. I'm going to try and better myself as is traditional. And really... I guess this first episode is going to be about New Year's, what it means, uh, what it means for me personally, seeing as this is a blogcast rather than just a regular podcast about a particular topic, and also what does New Year's mean generally, like what does it mean to us collectively as a culture, as a people, and I'm also going to talk a little bit about um, some of the some of the things that make New Year's not entirely great, hence the title, which I've yet to decide, but I'm sure I will once I upload this. New Year's for me is absolute rancid pigcock, if I'm being brutally honest, which I will do. Incidentally, this po- this podcast is going to be mainly me swearing, or in you know inserting swear words where they technically shouldn't be, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, it's it's. It's all new, and it's all interesting, and I'm trying out a format that I've literally written down just as, like, bullet point buzz note type things, and like a lot of people, my handwriting is fucking dire. So I'm looking at it, and I'm getting sort of, you know, an introduction, then uh, top lick, or it might be topic, and then towards the end, I'll play a song, or make some recommendations, and play a song related to that. Um, I'll be critiquing the song as well because I'm like that. Uh, so it's essentially song recommendations, here's what's right and wrong with it and so on. And then towards the end I'll try and close out with some Jerry Springer style closing thoughts. Although I don't think it's really going to come to that. I think it will just be sort of ending it and going, uh, yeah, that's that's the podcast, alright, enjoy, bye. But, you know, you might get something better out of it, I don't know. So yeah, New Year's isn't a great time for me personally, it never has been. Um, I love Christmas, don't get me wrong. I've actually learned to love Christmas, because I went through that stage of absolutely despising Christmas like most people do who um, don't necessarily subscribe to bog-standard mainstream ideas about Christmas and, and, you know, like I've got to get the best present and I've got to get the best present for everyone I know and I've got to you know, make everyone happy and, and, and spend ridiculous amount of money that I don't have and just building stress and making yourself hate yourself for not having the right taste or getting the right things for the right people. I sort of hit a wall with that a few years ago and I started to focus more on what it is I actually really enjoy about Christmas and I'll be honest, I do really like, you know, your traditional Christmas food, like your Christmas puddings and your mince pies and things like that. I really like the cosy atmosphere, I love the whole scented candles if you haven't got a a log fire, but if I had a log fire, oh my god, you understand how happy that would make me. The smell of wood smoke and you're wrapped in a blanket and it's all cosy and warm and safe and it's, you know, it is that thing of the weather outside might be frightful, but you just, you make it what you want it to be. And that's great, and that's what I like about Christmas. And when it comes to getting presents for people, I, again, I've I've done this thing of I've given myself a budget. I try and get things that people will find, you know, that will enjoy, that are meaningful, rather than someone tells me they want this thing and it costs this much or whatever. 
It's like, no, I've got a budget of this, uh, sorry, but that's what you're getting. If you want anything big and fancy or anything in specific, that's what your birthday's for. And, you know, no one's made of money. Plus I have the thing of being a crafty type person, of being able to make presents for people if I need to. So I'll do that. But New Year's itself is a different animal and it's a shit animal. It's like a blind naked mole rat of a holiday, honestly. You sort of look at it and it goes, it's ugly, and I don't really know what it does, and I just, I don't want to, really want to think about it, honestly. It's this thing of, oh, but it's, it's great, it's a big party and everyone can enjoy themselves. Do you really, though? When New Year's rolls around, do you really enjoy yourself any more than you would any other time of the year? And the thing with New Year's is every pub or bar that you go to is going to know that it's going to get full. It's guaranteed an audience. You're guaranteed to get people coming in. So what they do, because they're going to hit max capacity and it can get dangerous, is they will start charging you entry fee. So a pub or a bar or a club that you usually go to that either has a fixed price or it's free to get into because it's a it's a pub. Next thing you know, you're paying £3, £5, £7 entry. Uh, they'll jack up prices on all the drinks because that's just the way you do things. It will be wall-to-wall, cheek-by-jowl, chin-by-arse, elbow-by-knee, foot-by-anus, with people. And I'm not really much of a people person, as you can probably gather by the fact that I've written a blog cast, or I've come up with an idea for a, a podcast that's basically a blog that's basically me going, everything's a bit crap. But, uh, oh, and the fact that I'm recording this on a Friday night when everyone else on the planet is either going out or or has something to do with their friends and loved ones. It's just me alone in the room ranting at a microphone. But there we go. But yeah, New Year's. So you've paid over the odds to get into a pub or a bar. You've had to become intimately familiar with a total stranger's armpit hair. Um, can't sit down, can't really move. You can't really talk because there's almost always music and it's fucking loud. Which, as a fan of loud music, is not in itself a bad thing. But when what you want to do is have a natter with your mates, sort of shits on that a bit. And it's that old marketing thing of uh, turn the music up in a pub so you, you can't talk, so you drink more. To sort of fill the empty silences, you know. It's all marketing and psychology and stuff and it's bollocks. So it could be argued that New Year's has been hijacked and banjaxed and buggered about with by consumerist culture in exactly the same way that Christmas has and that surely if I can make Christmas my own and not buy into it in the same way that everyone else does you know pun kind of intended surely I can do that with New Year's and part of me was sort of thinking yeah I can because last year myself and my other half we decided we were going to just do uh I was going to say Scrabble it wasn't Scrabble we were going to do board games and we and uh, we did a jigsaw puzzle, and it was really good. It was really nice. It was doing exactly what we wanted, knowing full well everyone else was was making a tit of themselves, getting drunk, and and all the rest of it, and knowing that we were home, we were comfy, we were in a, in our pajamas, and it was just nice. It was really really cozy and comfy and nice. And then you have the countdown, so then on goes Jules Holland, and you do the countdown, and then it's like All right, it's ten past twelve, time for bed. Perfect. I'm sort of reaching a point in my life where I'm quite happy to go to bed at a, at a sensible time, you know. 
But this year I thought, I, you know, I'll, I'll try and do something different again. Now originally uh, it was going to be me and my partner playing board games and, you know, having a laugh that way. But uh, I got chatting to a guy uh, from a little corner of the website that I hang, on, hang out on quite a lot. I won't name it, um, because if I did, sort of the rest of the story would make perfect sense. But the way things went was this chap has like a project that he does with a friend of his, a sort of internet radio show. And he said, well, why don't you come on and contribute, you know. At this point, I was already a can of Guinness in. So, uh, having not drunk for a while as well, I was quite merry and I was really up for the idea. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'll join in. This will be good. So I did. And uh, yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. It was uh, kind of sucky, a bit horrible, in fact. I'm joining in in conversations, having what I thought was good banter, and then uh, then just getting cut off, for starters, which was a bit rude, to say the least. And then made the mistake of looking at the live chat comments section of this internet radio, and it was just wall-to-wall people telling me to kill myself because I was a, quote, fat, ugly lesbian. Um, that women aren't funny and should never be allowed on media at all and so on. And it was it was constant wall of that, to be fair. But while we're saying that, it was also wall-to-wall racial slurs, which, again, we're talking about a particular corner of the internet, and that's, that's what you're going to get. So after the fact and, you know, talking to this guy and, and sort of realising that it wasn't necessarily personal it was just it's just one of them things and going by the way people were reacting in the chat section that that you know it didn't go well because it was just abuse it seemed to me that it was just constant abuse anyway um i kind of went right well i guess i'm never doing that again and i guess i'm never going to be able to make friends with anybody on online or offline ever again because that's what happens when you're depressed. That's what happens when you have a mental illness. So, uh, incidentally, if you are following this podcast, you're going to learn things about me as we go along. But there we go. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it didn't turn out the way I hoped. I still got the midnight kiss with the with the fella, and I still got my. It got to do, you know, the, the little bit of drinking and stuff like that. So I kind of got it in that way, but. I didn't really want to see the year in being publicly humiliated by effectively total strangers on the internet. Yes, I should have thought things through. Yes, maybe I should have given it a while before I thought about joining in with this thing. And maybe I should have uh, maybe done it my own way or whatever. But that massive kind of psychic kick in the ass. That, that sort of horrible kind of punch in the gut that you get from essentially being bullied and publicly humiliated online was enough to kind of make me go, okay, well, I've that's the worst that could happen. That was literally the worst thing that could have happened. And I'm still here. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, a puddle at the bottom of a multi-story car park. I'm not... I'm not completely, you know, permanently emotionally damaged by it. I'm not scarred. I'm not incapable of of delivering some form of content. So a bit of my brain went, you kept talking about doing a podcast. 
just do the podcast. Again, the worst that can happen is that you get screamed at by deranged incels or you, uh, you get ignored and you survive both of them so why not you know do the thing do the thing if you enjoy it do the thing if you've been claiming to do the thing for fucking ages get on with it so i did and here we are so if anything a bad experience at new year's has given me the the oomph to get up and do something i've always wanted to do and i say always wanted to do it was more something that i decided that i'd like to do kind of last year, sort of middle of last year, when I was just sort of rattling around in the flat on my own and sort of wondering what to do with myself. And I'd have these great ideas when I was doing the washing up. I'd have these great long thoughts and theories and stuff like that that I'd want to discuss and had no one to share them with because it was just me alone in a one-bedroom flat, just sort of mainly talking to my houseplants. How's that for sad? So, yeah, took it. Took the kicking, took the uh, took the abuse, and now I guess I'm here doing this. So instead of talking at a houseplant, I'm now talking at a microphone. As I say, you might enjoy it, you might not, but at the end of the day, I'm not really doing it for you guys. I'm doing it for me. And, uh, oh, and another thing, I quite like the sound of my own voice, and if other people don't, fuck them. Anyhow. So, yeah, New Year's sucked for me, personally, and New Year's always did suck for me. But I understand that it's not a great time of year for anyone, really, if you think about it. So, it's stupid, really, because it's literally just another day. What happens on most New Year's days is you change your calendar, if you still have a paper calendar. If you've gone paperless, like a good um, Earth citizen that you are... It means even less, because all your digital stuff will update automatically anyway. You don't have to worry about thumbtacking a, you know, a, a calendar of a, a puppies lying on firemen or whatever it is you've got or you haven't. You just you just wake up and it's just another day. And some people go to work. Most parts of the world, well, so most parts of the UK, it's a bank holiday. In Scotland, they get the, 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 the second off as well, because uh, they go hard for New Year's as I understand it. Hogmanay is like a whole thing. But, uh, yeah, it's a little bit shit for people. Mainly because of the pressure. I'm gonna, I can understand exactly why people kind of go, oh, fucking New Year's, man, I can't be doing it. Because not only are you under pressure to go out and have fun and spend more money than you really have and pretend that you're not disgusted being shoved almost fully rectally into another person just to look at some fireworks essentially you know through their nostrils it's also the whole new year's resolution thing i cannot think of anything more psychically damaging for anybody whether they're mentally well or not than telling them that they're effectively a bad person and they have to change and they have to change for the better because it's a first day of a month in a system of time that is entirely man-made and uh, you know however many thousand years ago a pope decided that this was going to be the start of the new year and not you know some other arbitrary fucking date it is ludicrous to constantly every year annually foist that on people but 
it's very, very marketable. Because if you notice, as soon as the Boxing Day sales start, as soon as the Boxing Day sales started, you ended up with rack upon rack upon rack of gym clothes and weights and protein shakes and all the fucking rest of it. Because then suddenly, people that spend most of the year kind of sitting on a sofa watching box sets, if we're being honest, sitting on a sofa binge watching Netflix, suddenly go, I've got a bit of podge. I should probably. I should probably join a gym. And then, boom, there goes another wedge of cash out of your pocket into the pockets of people that really don't give a fuck about you, but will pretend to because, hey, that's a living go. You know, it's just terrible. It really is. I mean, self-improvement in itself isn't a bad thing. But kind of corralling people into self-improvement in a particular time scale just because you know it's a guaranteed income for you as a business or as an individual is dire. It's fucking dire. New Year's resolutions are a load of old shit, really. Because everyone breaks them by, usually by the 3rd or the 4th of January, if we're being honest. But if you've got a goal to self-improvement, self-improvement is always an ongoing thing. So logically, it can start and finish at any time in the fucking year. You can start self-improving in the middle of August if you really, really want to. Don't buy into this cobblers that it's a new year, so it has to be a new me. I'll tell you what, every seven years it's a new year. Because as we all know, or maybe we don't, and I shall tell you, every seven years your cells regenerate. You are literally physically not the same person you were seven years ago. If you're worried about changing and you're worried about improving and you're worried about just being a different person, your body kind of does that for you. So no worries there. As for everything else, losing weight, uh, learning new skills, um, learning to be a better person generally, I mean, that surely that's a goal that everyone should have and everyone should be working to on a daily frigging basis. And again, corralling it and, and sort of blockading it onto a particular date that that's the start date is stupid really really stupid and again puts unnecessary pressure when at the end of the day all culture and society wants from you is your money so uh yeah sod that another reason why new year's is really bad for people especially those people who suffer from mental health problems or anyone that has suffered any kind of major loss is exactly that. The passage of time is scary and upsetting. I think we can all agree. It's It does genuinely feel like time is speeding up and rattling along at a pace that we can't keep up with. But this idea that um, another year has passed, this, this threshold has been crossed, we can't go back, we only have to keep going forwards, and all you can think about is all the people that should be there with you that aren't. All the friends that you should have had or should have kept hold of or should have kept in contact with that you've lost. And here you are on this particular date, in this particular time frame, on this particular cold friggin' winter's night thinking, shit, you know, how do I even function as a person when I can't keep hold of person X, Y and Z? And this is just living people. This is just living people, normal people doing what they need to do and not even touching the skin 
of how depressing this time of year is generally, whether it's Christmas or specifically New Year's, of the people that you've lost and you're grieving their loss. And I know people who've lost loved ones 20, 30 years ago that every Christmas and New Year's, it tears them to pieces because bang goes another year without that person. I mean, why do it to yourself and why do it to others? It's terrible. It really is. And it's a shame that this passage of time and this this made-up sort of portal from one specific period of time into another isn't like when you walk into a room and forget what you went in there for. It's a shame that at the stroke of midnight, all the horrors and miseries of the shit that happened the year before don't just melt away. And you literally are a whole new person. And you're going into this sort of whole new time frame like, I can't remember what I was upset about. What did I come in here for again? Oh well. And you just move on with your time. It honestly is a shame that that doesn't happen. But here we are. And, uh... Yeah, I was say, like, in the middle of winter, mentioning that the, the weather is terrible. It really fucking is terrible! Like, it's, of any point, like, I understand winter festivities. I've always understood winter festivities. Again, it's part and parcel of why I quite like Christmas now, is learning how to make it a thing that you personally enjoy. Is, you know, that, it is literally, it's so dark, it's so horrible, it's so cold, we've got nothing else to do. Let's just stay in, eat loads of really nice food, listen to music we want to listen to, be nice to each other, Give each other little little gifts, and I will I will I will I will shill this. I will sell this till I'm blue in the face. Do not spend more than twenty to thirty quid on anybody for Christmas. I don't care how how whingy your kids are about what new fucking gadget they want. I don't care about your spoilt girlfriend or your asshole dad that never tells you what he wants, and and you 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 feel so pressured to get him something because you don't want to disappoint him, or your bitch mom that won't shut the fuck up about that time you got her a bath set and it wasn't fucking Dove or whatever she's into. You know, bollocks to that. Bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. Buy people nice presents that are specific to them. Learn what they like. And I know, I know, your dad's probably the worst person. Or most blokes are finding her really difficult to buy for because they just go, oh, I don't know, just whatever. Well then, if you've got a rough idea of what they're into, get them a little whatever that's vaguely to do with that. But again... Yeah, Christmas, yes. Barricade yourself in your house, have a nice roaring fire, have friends, you know, and that's another thing with Christmas and why it's difficult for people is having to spend time with family that they don't get on with. Stop making it about family. Make it about the family that you make yourself. Hang out with your friends if you'd rather hang out with your friends. Hang out with uh, total strangers if you'd rather do that. Go to work if you want to. I know plenty of people that just don't buy into Christmas and they'd rather work for the day. And you know what? They get like quadruple time, so that's not daft. And the same should go for New Year's, really. Don't feel pressured to, to go out and get drunk and spend more money than you've got and then feel isolated and alone while simultaneously be, you know, phasing into the, the body of another person that's happens to stood next to you in the pub because you literally can't move. And trying to get the pint glass up to your mouth is a fucking Herculean effort. And you're kind of asking the person that's slightly shorter than you if they could just sort of nod their head a bit and it will get the pint glass into your mouth. No. Bollocks. Don't, don't, don't do it. Don't, don't do it if it makes you miserable. And that's a, that's something that I've been trying to teach myself for years, is not to do things that make me miserable just because it's expected. 
but there we go that's how shit be i was looking up a little bit of the culture and folklore around new years largely it seems mainly kind of invented i think most of it is if we're being honest culture was invented by people it's generally accepted about five thousand years ago so traditions and shit to do with new years are obviously also invented but it seems to be quite specifically tied up around the kind of the 18th 19th century sort of bubble and it could just be that that's when they were writing stuff down but a lot of it still seems very specific to that time period i mean the fact that people sing old lang syne which is a rabbi burns poem from the 19th century i think early 19th century yeah or late 18th early 19th i'm not sure i'll have to look that up um, but the fact that they sing that, which was kind of part of an invented cultural revival in Scotland, if you like, and the fact that, you know, the kissing under the mistletoe thing, they try to, t- like, tack it back to um, the Druids and to, to pagan practices and such. It isn't. And the same with the kiss on the New Year's. But largely it seems to do with, on New Year's Day, if... Oh, let's see if there's one of them. One of them was... If a dark-haired gentleman crosses your threshold on New Year's and he has a little gift for you, that means luck throughout the year. I think if you've got a tall, dark stranger bringing you presents, you're probably not hard up for luck anyway. Um, I'd be a little bit concerned if you're a guy, or a heterosexual guy, and a dark-haired bloke came round and gave you a gift. You'd be sort of thinking, fuck are you after, mate? What's going on here? It's, yeah, there's so many sort of traditions to do with New Year's and such, but the most interesting thing is that all of these various New Year's traditions that you can read about, that they're almost never to do with the night of the 31st into the morning of the 1st of January. Almost never. Most of them track back to when old farming communities would would celebrate New Year. Um, And this is when you go back to the Gregorian Julian calendar. For those that don't know, uh, uh, Prope... Pope Gregory the 13th decided that they needed to amend the calendar for reasons I'm still not entirely sure of. And this was kind of late 17th, early 18th century. And the uh, calendar was shifted. And in that shift, 11 days were lost. That's 11 days that... Uh, oh, wait, no, hang on. I have to double check this. I, sh- I really okay. Here's 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 something for me to note. If I'm going to start talking about historical stuff, and I I do kind of pride myself on being a history nerd, I should double check my notes before I start gobbing off about it on the internet. So there's a note to me that's on board. But anyway, the calendar was shifted from the Julian calendar, which was a calendar agreed on by Julius Caesar, to the uh, Gregorian calendar which is what we have now. In that calendar shift, which I know took place in the UK in 1720, which is probably where I'm getting my dates confused, in that calendar shift, 11 days were lost. So people woke up on, I think it happened in September. So they woke up on like the, well, they went to bed on like the 10th of September and woke up on the 23rd or something. And that's not, I know that's not 11 days exactly, but my maths is worse than my memory recall when I've spent the last two weeks essentially eating myself into a coma and getting thoroughly shit-brained. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it pissed people off. It pissed people off alarming. There were riots, there were, uh, you know, people writing to Parliament, 
no one was happy about losing these 11 days. And so there was this split that happened culturally between sort of the upper classes that could read and write and understood where all this came from and the working classes who still went by kind of old farming calendars and such. So that on the 1st of January, all the knobs were, you know, kissing and singing old Lang Syne and, you know, their powdered wigs were slipping off and the, the lead paint was melting off them and you could see all their syphilis sores and stuff like that. As that was going on in your big houses and your mansions and your castles, out in the fields, people were still celebrating Christmas. They were still in the middle of Christmas celebrations. So they were quietly at home. They were doing home crafts. They were cuddled up by the fire. It was all totally normal. It was just like a normal day in the wintertime. They didn't kick off until the 11th of January. And that's still the case in a lot of old school farming communities in Europe and the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, in that they celebrate their New Year's differently. I think some parts of the world it's like the 4th of January. In Europe it was considered the old calendar. Uh, New Year's was the 11th of January. And some places they celebrate things on the 7th and, and, and so on. It's really stupid to say that this particular made-up date is special. Because that's what we reckon. When the consensus reality is that it isn't. And I think that's kind of the point I'm trying to get at. This is another thing that I'm learning with this podcast is, you know, do I have a fixed script? Do I have a fixed uh, topic that I stick to? Or do I just kind of go with the flow and hope that what's farts out of my mouth is entertaining and interesting enough to keep people engaged for, you know, what are we up to now? Half an hour? Yeah, it's a half an hour of me rambling. But who knows? And who really cares? Oh, I shall find out. But yeah, calendar's fucked, so why should we make more of a fuss of a particular date and not another? Um, I actually like the idea of like old school farming communities and old school um, kind of pre-industrial cultures that talk about celebrating the birth of a new year when, for example, there's new growth in the world. Springtime. Why don't we celebrate New Year's at springtime when the weather's getting nicer? when there's there's baby animals being born. Why I know we make a big fuss of it with things like Easter and there's various harvest festivals and there's you know there's all, all these agricultural events sort of uh, tied up with that entire theme of birth and rebirth and new life and all the rest of it. Essentially that's the old meaning of Christmas as well. But I lo- I prefer the idea of like celebrating new years with Oh my god, guys, look, there's little green shoots coming through, there's the first flowers, there's, you know, the swifts and the swallows have come back. You know, that makes much more sense to me than, here's Christmas, and here's a random party for no reason, where you get made to feel like shit because you ate too much and you don't really want to do anything with your day. Ah, fuck that. Fuck that, fuck that sideways. Fuck it sideways with a broom handle. No, I don't know. Yeah, I'd much rather... I'd much rather spend you know making a big song and dance about a change in the year and a change in time when there's something visible to look at rather than just we'll do the big midwinter festivities because everyone's miserable because it's cold but you know and then we'll immediately celebrate the fact the old year's over it's yeah no yeah i'm not feeling it doesn't do it for me at all 
I'll be happier when the skies are bluer and it's getting warmer and there's there's actually things to look forward to. At the moment, and for a lot of people, it really doesn't feel like that. It just feels like, oh, here we go, more of the fucking same. And again, when you put a magic marker, like magic marking line down, saying like that this is one state of being and this is the next, oh, excuse me, you're going to end up with a lot of people f- miserable, angry and disappointed. And apparently with acid reflux, excuse me a minute. Oh dear. I'm going to go taking a drink, some horrible ASMR for you. I was debating doing that as well. That's a different subject. Anyway, sticking to the point. Um, vaguely sticking to the point. Uh, it's... Yeah, you tell people that there's this magic demarcation between an old way of being and a new way of being. That as soon as midnight hits, boom, magically everything's going to be better. Everyone's going to be happier. Everyone's going to be thinner and prettier and life will be better. And everyone can give each other cuddles and, 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 and go out and be the best people they can be. And suddenly everyone's nicer to each other. Like, no, it doesn't fucking happen. It doesn't happen. And it's exactly why when um, sort of midnight hit for me and I felt like shit because I tried something new and it had backfired. Not necessarily anyone else's fault, well, you know, apart from the people giving me horrible misogynistic abuse, but then those people were then giving other people horrible racist abuse, so that kind of says it all, really. But, uh, it, 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 it did me in, and it took me a while to get over it, and I had to phone a friend and have a chat, and then that fr- friend also seemed to be having an absolute shocker. And there was a very strange moment where the two of us, you know, sort of an hour into a brand new year, we were all meant to be fresh and new and everything exciting, and there's the two of us in floods of tears. Because we're dealing with just just the usual banal horror of being a person, and it's like, oh, it's, no, it's stupid. And we probably wouldn't be in this position were it not for this made-up crappy idea that on this particular thing, this other thing should happen. And we should all just converge in this sort of excellent rainbow of, of, of human ebullience. There's a big word. I probably pronounced it wrong. But just of, of, of unmitigated joy and celebration and excitement. And then maybe nurse a hangover the, the next day. But then if that's the worst thing that happens, it's, you know, it's probably still been a good night. Wasn't the case at all. You wake up the next day, you've still got a hangover and everything's still shit flavoured. Nah. Plus the fact, I don't think any of us really got over the fact that, you know, a handful of days into the new year of 2016, David Bowie dies. Like, that's not going to make anybody happy. And, and that's just banjax, is it? That absolutely ruins it for the rest of the year. And that's the problem. That's, that's the problem when you try and put all this, all this pressure onto one particular magical switch that flicks and everything gets better. And it doesn't. And then when it doesn't, you feel, you know, supremely disappointed. And then you spend the rest of the year just feeling disappointed and feeling let down and just expecting it all to be shit. And I know everyone gets annoyed and bored and tired of, of you know, new year, new me. I'm going to join the gym. I'm going to get better of everyone doing this because, you know, it's not going to happen. But, you know, it's, it's great that you want to improve yourself and it's great that you want that to happen. But don't feel pressured to be that when you know that's not what's going to what's going to occur we all know that's not what's going to going to occur 
I'm looking at my uh, vocal range uh, as I'm recording this, and I'm noticing there's lots of bips and bumps where I move around in the chair and I move like closer to and further away the micro- from the microphone. So again, sorry if you're listening to this on headphones and there's this sudden boom of of me kind of leaning in to shout. But uh, as I say, I'm getting the hang of this. I'm getting used to this. I'm trying. I'm I'm trying to ride the horse, having never left the house before. That's a terrible analogy, but I'm not quite sure what else to use. Because as I say, I didn't really think this through. <coughs> oh yeah, and I'm uh, still getting over the tail end of a chest infection, which is fun. That's another thing about having big celebrations in the winter where you get drunk. Terrible idea, because alright, you get drunk and you have a laugh, but your immune system takes a battering and everyone is diseased at this time of year. There are just germs everywhere. You you can't get on a bus or a train with about six different strangers coughing in your mouth. Like, I don't need this, especially if you live in a built-up area. Like, oh, just, no, terrible. And if you've got kids, that's it. I mean, you may as well wear a hazmat suit around them the whole time, because kids are, like, schools workplaces just the worst sort of places to to be because they're just breeding grounds for disease and actually worse even than schools and most workplaces is doctor's surgeries i don't know if i've ever been in a doctor's surgery and not want to wear one of those sort of masks that people in japan wear so that other people don't catch their colds but just to wear something as a barrier against the fact that it's just wall-to-wall people hacking up lungs and as I can't deal with this, no, no, no. So I know, in the middle of that, in the midst of that, as people's immune systems are going haywire anyway, let's encourage people to get really ratted so that their immune system goes directly down the shitter and, uh, yeah, and, and we'll just hope that comes out the other end is still, you know, marketable, essentially. No! No, terrible, awful, stupid idea. I'm really sort of placeholding and filling now until I get to the song segment and have a look, because I know I'm going to have a little rant about that as well. Um, but it's, yeah, it's 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 a song that I've always enjoyed and I've always liked. And it's a song that... A lot of people are confused by because you first listen to it and you think it's one band and it's not, it's somebody else. And it's such a... And it kind of, for me, it encompasses the sort of mood of the season, if you like. It encompasses the mood of New Year's and and sort of starting things and, and being creative and not quite making it and such. That was never the intention behind the song. Originally, it was meant to be a love letter to his wife. But uh, it's you too, New Year's Day fantastic song by a band that started out really dangerously on the edge of being a thoroughly good post-punk band this is this is u2's early days this is this is one of their sort of first few songs that came out and it's that fantastic post-punk stripped down sound to it it's it's jangly it's it doesn't have that stupid effect that the edge then used for the next 35 years it you know it's it's a fantastic little post-punk song that when you first listen to it and until you start hearing Bono's voice, you could have sworn it was New Model Army or it was uh, Joy Division or or, or, um, or uh, uh, Killing Joke or any one of those sort of bands. It's like fuck me, that's you too. That's Bono, isn't he a knob? I yeah, he's a knob. 
he is a knob. I, I, I can't defend the man or his actions or his intent or anything. He just really is a knob. Is anyone that well him and a few and all the other people involved in sort of live aid and stuff. The entire sort of celebrity charity thing is a load of old crap anyway. I think someone on Twitter said it perfectly, and I'm sh- I'm sorry I can't remember your name, but this is something along the the analogy is like you going, oh look, there's a homeless guy over there. I've got 20 bars of Twix at home, but they're at home. You've got a bar of Twix on you, even though that's the only bar of chocolate you've had all day. You should give it to that homeless guy. Go on, give that homeless guy your Twix. You're an asshole if you don't do it. And you're there going, but you've got 20, you've just said you've got 20 bars of Twix at home. Yeah, but I can't be asked. You give him your Twix. There we go. I've done my bit. Prickish, absolute canobbery of, of the highest order. And this is why when people think of U2 as a, as a decent band, as a, as a sort of good alternative post-punk band in the early 80s, they, they, it doesn't quite gel with the appalling self-indulgent ego machine they then later became. But it is a cracking song, and I love it, and uh, you might too. So here we go, it's U2 New Year's Day.
So there we go. That's New Year's Day by U2. Uh, came out in 1983. A great year. A, a perfect year. Year I was born. There we go. There's some. Uh, there's some uh, trivia for you. Um. Yeah. Closing thoughts. I've actually put down a note here. It just says freestyle. Now I know I don't mean freestyle rap because I can't. I can barely do regular talking, let alone talking at length in a rhythmic, interesting way. I can barely keep down my own uh, my own stomach acids at the moment, which is a bit stupid. But yeah, uh, it's 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 been interesting the last few days. It's barely been a week. This is the thing. New Year's was Monday, and it's what Friday today. It's it's insane. In the space of five days, I've gone from sort of my usual, kind of sitting at home, bumbling about, doing my usual granny kind of uh, um, hobbies and interests, um, laying around on the sofa, eating far too much, watching stupid films and (coughs) coughing and being violently ill all over the place. Yeah, um, it's a very strange time full stop generally and at the same time it's it's it is what it is and I've learned that as with any sort of it's not the season it's not the time period it's not the thing itself that's the problem it's the pressure that you get put under to make it something different to make it something more interesting than it is or make it more um you know uh, the, 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 the pressure to perform and to appear to be one thing that you're not or that it isn't for what it is. <coughs> oh. Sorry, sorry. I know on proper radio stations you get like a cough button to cover up if you're going to cough so you don't, you know, batter someone's earlobes. Um, but unfortunately I don't have that. And um, I've barely got the hang of the audio program that I'm using and, and so on. So it's, uh, yeah... Um, but I suppose freestyling final thoughts. What are my final thoughts? What do I want to leave you guys with? What do I want to What do I want to say to end this? Um, just be yourself. No. Um, obviously be yourself because you can't really be anyone else. So you can just pretend. Um, but as far as yeah, if you if you want to self improve, self improve. Don't make it a thing that has to start on January first and and then presumably finish on the 31st of December like going the other way be who you want to be do what you want to do if you want to better yourself for your own reasons and for no one else not because anyone else has said so not because you feel like you should not because you feel like it's expected of you um maybe uh, careful of indulging or overindulging um I think that goes for everything um the calendar is a made-up concept. Time is a made-up concept. It's entirely man-made. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I can't remember what poet said it, but they said something along the lines of, "You never see the birds hurrying. They just live their lives and do their thing." And now I'm imagining sort of a robin with a tiny little wristwatch on its little leg, kind of looking at it every now and going, "Oh, I need to get some worms. I need to get some worms in. It's gonna. I've only got half an hour, and I've got to go to school, pick up the kids." Which amuses me and probably doesn't really amuse anybody else. Now, speaking of birds, I've I've uh, I have bird feeders and stuff. 
at the back of my garden and and sort of hanging off my window in my uh, in my sort of library which is a, a a big word for what's basically the spare room that we filled with books and and craft stuff and things like that um yeah i'd say folks just do what makes you happy do what you feel will uh, because being a happier person it will put you on the right path to being a better person i've never met anyone that i could say that i admire or i I consider heroically better than anybody else that's a miserable cunt really i mean (laughs) you get it as like a like a an act for comics and it becomes a a sort of a, a meme and we all go through that stage of where dry cynicism is considered witty and interesting and stuff but trust me that shit gets boring after a certain point and you get to a stage where all you want is just for some first of all for people to be genuine to not do what they think everyone else wants them to do and then second for kindness there we go that's that's rather than trying to be thinner or 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 more ripped although saying that i do quite like the idea of getting ripped this year but that's 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 that that for me would be circumstantial to just going back to eating properly and doing exercise and stuff as as everyone should be doing anyway if they physically can if they physically can't it's not their fault but uh yeah i'm just trying to imagine a world where you have your winter celebrations and you do your thing and you have your little kind of moment cuddled up and, and, and squirreled away with the people you love most and then you emerge at some point, probably say February or thereabouts, it's about when the crocuses start coming up and then everyone kind of goes, oh hey stranger, you're a totally different person to me and I might not know anything about you but uh, let's have a festival, let's go out, let's get to know each other, let's all have a laugh, that'd be great. And that's something for people to consider. Maybe start doing festivals. Maybe festival season instead of starting in the summer and the spring, which you know, it's, you know, it's nice and the weather's great and everything. But maybe starting in like February when it's chilly, but you know the sky's blue, and there's hope in the air, and people aren't quite so sort of resigned to this 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 sort of hangover from when we were presumably shrews or something in the in the deep dark Cretaceous. And as soon as it got a bit cold, we all went into hibernation. Yeah. Why don't we why don't we try that at some point? Let's have a let's have an end of winter festival instead of New Year's. Let's have um let's have uh, my dream, of course, because I'm a, a filthy socialist. I'm not a socialist. But let's have, you know, let's all put on get some green space and we'll we'll put on bands and we'll or sell hot drinks and and everyone gets blankets and we just we just enjoy each other's company and we get to know each other again after time away and we've actually got something to look forward to that isn't just oh god it's the you know i know some people went back to work on wednesday and some people even went back on the tuesday instead of that yeah let's 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 give ourselves culturally as people as beings something to genuinely look forward to instead of oh god a whole nother year of toil and misery and disappointment nah nah sod that let's get back into it properly let's let's enjoy being people there we go that's what 2019 can be about can't it guys let's let's enjoy being people 
And on that note, I wish you... Oh, God. I've just knocked something over. Oh, well, I never said this was professional, and I never said this was a proper podcast necessarily about anything, but, uh, yeah. How about we, we all... Let's just all try and enjoy being ourselves. And, uh, and, and look at each other and recognise that we're, we're all just frightened monkeys in clothing that barely fits us. <laughs> I don't actually have a sign out. I feel like I should have a proper sign out. You know, a lot of the podcasters I listen to have proper sign offs and little catchphrases they do, or they just go, bye, and that's it. It's the end of it. But, um, I, 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 I think I should probably do something along the lines of, no, I've got nothing. <laughs> I've put myself on the spot with it of how to sign off on a podcast. But as I say, it's a learning curve and it's a learning process for me. So how about... Uh, it was great chatting. And if you'd like, I can give you a ladder to help you out of the chasm. <laughs>